While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is now the the next episode. If you were listening last week, we had to do a bit of a pause. So this is episode 343 if you're listening through uh, whatever your app is and you don't have the screen in front of you. Uh, as always, give a big shout out to our Patreon members. Uh, if you want to go above and beyond, it's patreon.com slash classroombrew. I think there's a $2, $4, and $7 tier that gets you access to different stuff like podcast merch and video episodes, stuff like that. Um, so shout out to James, Lish, Cindy, Melinda, Leo, Adam, Sabrina, and Leslie. Those are our current Patreon members. And if you want to be on the show, support the show as well, or reach out with an article or something like that, you can always email us, classroombrew at gmail.com, or just check out social media, and you can always DM us at classroombrew. Um, all right. So how you doing on, you need a refill? I didn't even check. Oh, yeah. Want to do a refill? Yeah. Yeah, those are smooth. Well, if, if you are listening and, and drinking along with us, uh, we have some cut water mojitos again. Uh, they are really tasty. I love them a lot. They are. Um, <clears throat> should buy stock in cut water. <laughs> cut water and G-R-E-E-N-I-E's. Um, and if you're a dog person, you know why I have to spell that out. Um, <laughs> I can't believe, though, he, he held off. He had one little bark because uh, he saw someone you know, walking on the sidewalk. But he held it together, and then as soon as we hit stop recording on that last one, then he let loose for someone in the hallway. So, good job, buddy. You can't have cut water, though. Oh, look at the ears. Anyway, so uh, this one, uh, I forgot to mention, too. um, You know, we talked about, like, sick days versus mental health days. Yeah. I took that one sick day. um, It was was before I took a mental health day. uh, But I took that one sick day, and I wound up playing Call of Duty um, on Warzone, whatever it is. It's through Call of Duty. And the first thought I had after like 20 minutes of zoning out and just playing it was, this is probably like half of my kids when they should be in my class right now. (laughs) This is me playing against them. Probably. And I feel like I need to change my username on there because it's a little bit, it's easy to figure out who it it is. Yeah. So I might have to, I'll I'll show you that later. (laughs) It might take a little too much forethought. I feel like I never pay attention to usernames of other people. Yeah. It's so fast. Yeah, yeah, like if you, yeah. I was watching gameplay, and I was like, I thought it was fast when I play. No, 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 no. These people are insane. Speaking but of yeah. which, I need to cancel my Xbox Gold membership. You have an Xbox? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You got to get on PlayStation, man. Yeah, that's not going to be for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, so for, for this one, uh, I pulled up the a, a few Reddit screenshots that we had, and I wanted to just get your thoughts on this because some we used to go to the subreddit Ask Teachers, but the podcast actually got banned from the subreddit Ask Teachers because really? we, we asked a fucking question on oh Ask Teachers. 
Uh, so that didn't go very well. So anyways, that, that subreddit sucks. Um, this is the subreddit teachers. And this one is from uh, key-copy350. Uh, and this is from a while ago now. At the time of the screenshot, it was only eight hours old. Uh, it says, mediocre teacher check-in. It says, any other, any other mediocre teachers out there that despite being lifelong learners and legitimately caring about their students have just realized they'll never be the cream of the crop and are absolutely okay with this, seeing as it's a job. They go on to say, <laughs> 15 years ago when I first started, the overall labor pool would probably have me thinking there's a decent chance the next man up might have a better replacement value. In 2024, not so much. I don't have a negative attitude. It just takes all types, of, all types to make this profession work, and I'm not a hero, and I will never be convinced I am one. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm a reformed work hero, and I'm not going back down that road. I'll let my boss decide if it's good enough. Uh, dealing with this stuff over a decade makes me confident I could do nearly anything if I needed to make a change. What do you think? Like the, they seem content being like, I am what I am. It's kind of middle of the road. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's kind of weird. It kind of relates back to what we were just talking about with like, do they think this is okay to just kind of be meh or flat out terrible? I need a little bit more context. From the person? From the person. Like, what does mediocre mean? Are they, are they actually teaching? Are they, how often are they teaching? What's their bar versus our our bar? Because I mean, my bar is you can look in my grade book and see how many assignments I have. Uh, not that I consider myself a great teacher, but uh, at least, at least I'm fucking uh, getting some work done. Right? I mean, let's, let's pretend it's, it's mediocre to our, our standards. Is there that, at least in our school or even in our district, where the next man, or next person, sorry, we'll use updated terms, the next person could be and would be better or is the job market or the the application pool whatever you want what's the opposite of a job market the the people available for jobs is that pool of talent stacked yeah. enough to say yeah let's move on from this mediocre person yeah um i don't even know is yeah, it, i don't know grass is always greener with the school is it the case with the candidate are we getting the best we can out of some of our colleagues who just don't do shit <laughs> like that, you know, and, that, and that's a great question. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, really, at this point, you need to really love teaching in order to go into it because the market, everybody's leaving. Yeah. It's exhausting. And I can't even imagine being in a state that doesn't pay well. Like, we're lucky. Well, even our state has some districts that pay legitimately $25,000 less yeah. than what we get in our district. The best, the best, the best, and this is in Indiana, but <laughs> they're like 30 minutes away from our school. Right. The best school, supposedly, according to one of our teachers, uh, in the nation, one of the best schools in the nation, which is a public school, seasoned teachers there Get oh, paid probably nothing. Fifty thousand dollars. I mean, you got to figure too. Could you imagine taking twenty five thousand dollar hit like that? And I'm a third year teacher, right? And that's with, that's them with decades of experience. Yeah, 
just for love of the game slash I, I couldn't do it the low uh, cost of living in Indiana I hope it's <laughs> not even that low it, it can't be that low because nothing's gonna uh, drop below like what let's just pretend 15,000 a year it's probably the average I don't know for like rent and stuff Um, so is it just love of the game then for those Indiana teachers who used to at one point they were offered money to do bus driving duties after when they had a shortage yeah but like how so let's take the salary thing then there's a shortage in our district there was a shortage in indiana at least a few years ago because we covered that on the podcast back in the day uh how do we still at this point and we have a contract negotiation happening right now for our union how do we still not have better salary numbers nationwide for 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 teachers like why is it so my thing was let's stop uh buttressing the salary argument with like we want a librarian and we want this and we want this for kids like no let's just say what it is we want better work conditions and better pay this is a union let's they're gonna make us the bad guys anyway so who gives a shit but is that actually going is that realistic i don't know i mean i think too like i don't know There are a lot of things that that contract negotiation can't solve. Okay, I'm thinking about, I, I talked to teachers at Whitney Young. Uh, we've talked to teachers at uh, Walter Payton. And it's like, these are some of the best schools in the nation. Right. And some of the things that are exhausting teachers are parents. Parents and students. Sure. Students on speed, you know, <laughs> and demanding a's and like you can't solve those issues you uh you really can't and and luckily you know admin from what i understand admin is very supportive over there and have their teachers back that's nice but it's still exhausting is that worth it then when you have someone that's at a south or west side school that's underperforming and there's no microscope and there's no parent oversight or even in some cases there's no principal oversight and they make the same salary as a witness assuming the same education and experience and stuff like that same salary different efforts but the thing is ryan i mean a lot of our problems that we deal with i mean we do have problems with our staff and and admin but a lot of the problems are come from the kids Mm -hmm. because not just not that behavioral issues but it's emotionally exhausting some of my worst days there have been not because of any uh any issue with a kid or issue with a fellow staff member but it because just having to emotionally deal with right their problems is exhausting yeah, and so true. it's like a societal problem that we can't solve through our contract negotiations yeah and i think that's one of the reasons why so many teachers are leaving because it's emotionally draining. I mean, you can put as many fucking social workers and fucking mm-hmm. psychologists in that fucking school. Say we actually had everything that we need, all the resources. Is that going to solve? I mean, that will help us a little bit, but still at the end of the day, when one of our kids gets shot and killed. Right. Like, that's exhausting. Teachers leave because of that. 
Well, you got to figure too the even just the awareness and validation of like, yeah, this is fucked up. What happened right now? Yeah. There's a school on the north side. There's shooting not far from it, and it's covered all over the news for weeks. Yeah. We have one every few weeks, and there's nothing in the news about it. Never. But I don't know. It's it's on my mind because like the the talent pool is dwindling. No one wants to get in the profession. I'm sure it'll rebound at some point because you know just that normal yeah. ebb and flow of supply and demand. Uh, it seems like a really stupid decision then where like, so they'll do stuff for STEM, right? Sure. You don't have to live in the city of Chicago and we'll give you more teacher loan forgiveness from the federal government, but just teaching in general, they've done nothing else to try to sweeten the pot to make good qualified people want to get into it unless you wind up at like, you know, the cream of the crop school. And I don't know. But I think about that. Like when we bust our asses all day, every day, and meanwhile, there are some teachers that literally just hide in the lounge all day when they should be in their classroom teaching. Yeah. And they make the same, if not more, than what we do. Than what we do. And that's that's exhausting. And I don't know. I don't know how do you solve that issue. It, it It's... We couldn't find an English teacher. We couldn't. Fi- we can't find a Spanish teacher. We can't find a music teacher. We couldn't find a fucking science teacher. Yeah. And we ended up. Sorry for you guys out there. We ended up settling for TFA uh, yeah. people. And no offense to some of you guys, but. There's no experience. There's no it's pedagogical experience or uh, background, and some do work we out. We still have to carry a lot of that burden, right? Well, it's especially so. Like the the next one too was about apathy with kids with phones and you know actually doing anything in school. And I think that's part of it, right? Where when the kids are, and I had this conversation with a science teacher this past week. The kids like they see all the zeros. They're like, I don't care, even if it's like just put your name on this. And that's what the post said from from uh, the subreddit person. Put your name on this paper and I'll give you 50% automatically. And the student, I guess, said, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Just the complete apathy. So I, I get, I understand the inclination to want to be like, well, then fuck it, right? There's nothing on the other side. The parents, dude, they don't even pick up my calls anymore. No. So I, I have gone apathetic in that regard. I don't call anymore. If they stopped picking up anymore, I'm done yeah. calling. I'll just send an email, be like, cover my ass a little bit. But I don't know, man. Is it just that this year was not quite like this, right? This is new this year. The apathy? Yeah. Um, you had it with this when they were freshmen. I had now it, sophomores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it last but year. The freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors, the seniors the fresh- kicking in with senioritis. The freshmen aren't as bad. Are they? They're know. not. They weren't at least first semester compared to right. those sophomores last year. Um, are they as nice as last year's freshman AK they are. this year's sophomores? They are. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, but you have to work for it, though. Oh, sure. Like, they're... That's the case I, with all of them, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, we see... <laughs> the math teacher and I see a completely different side to these kids compared to... Yep. I know the two rooms you're talking about. Yeah. And same with the sophomores, so that tracks. Yeah, so I don't know. 
you know, and, and it goes back to that whole thing of kids craving structure that we were just right. talking about last episode. The kids need structure. Yeah. Especially our kids, because our they, kids don't have any where they come from at home, because a lot of them come from single family homes where the parents are uh, working 24 uh, 7. A lot of parents are working at night. Hmm. And. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many parents I've had cry because yeah, the fact that they can't get their kid up to go to school right. and they themselves are too tired right. to actually drive them. Or they aren't even able to be there because they're yeah. busting their ass on a triple shift or wherever, yeah. whatever they're doing. It's a lot. I, I understand that for sure. And Marty, it's okay. I see him gearing up to bark. Um, I don't know. I just... I. I I agree about the structure part, but I feel like we have one of two things happening. The kids don't care enough to even attempt it, or the the number of kids that have been using AI or just flat out copying, yeah. and even then they're like, yeah, I did it. I don't give a shit. And like, you can't write at all or read beyond yeah. a first grade reading level. Uh, you had didn't you have a couple of kids recently? Some of your honors kids, where there was some cheating going on. I know I did this year a lot, more than last um, year. Last year was it last? Yeah. Oh, okay, the freshmen? No, the the the, the juniors. Uh, I had remember I had the first <laughs> case of AI uh, ChatGPT. I do remember that. Yeah. I remember that student very. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that student all year, by the way. Also this this semester. Uh, they're in movie land. Yeah, all yeah. day every day. Must be nice. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, you know, I haven't had the, pro <laughs> you know, just because I've had the juniors before, they all, they know the drill. I, I, I'm knock on wood, yeah. but like they all cheat in the other classes, uh, but they don't cheat anymore in my class because they just know that I'm a petty bitch as they call me. <laughs> so, they say that? Yeah. What do you say back? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, but I mean, they, yeah, they, 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 he's so, oops, he's so petty. Uh, it's so funny. You know, I don't regret going back to work last Thursday when I was still sick and the antibiotics weren't working. <laughs> Take out a few Because points. one of our students, our favorite students, JC, looked down my, my little hall and just started screaming because I was back. And I'm like, student, you know I'm petty. And he's like, I know, <laughs> but couldn't you just take another day? It was so great. That's the best thing. By the way, like to bring it back to seriousness for, for a second, that's the best thing for him because he was up a fucking wall yeah. while you were gone because he, he could do whatever he wanted all day, every day. It was miserable. Especially because <laughs> teacher across the hall was out for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. At one point, he was just screaming. Oh yeah, I mean, just because he could, he just like la, 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 la. like there was yeah. no no words coming out of his mouth, no intention behind it. He was just screaming because he could. Yeah, it was a lie. I left my room. I didn't because I have a prep during that period. Yeah, because he was insane. I don't that know week. what to do. I don't. I don't know. How'd we get here? Oh, the, the cheating and yeah. apathy and all that stuff. I, the, I don't know. This year is a, an entirely different beast. <sighs> I don't know. It, it's, it's hard. 
things. I, I hate to keep making this even larger and larger because I keep bringing things up. Uh, it's kind of the point, though. It's, it's societal, a two-episode yeah. arc right here. But, I mean, it, it goes to... We're seeing the decline. I honestly, honest to God, we are seeing the decline and fall of the United States. Do you think so? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it's imminent? It's not like... It is imminent. Hmm. It is imminent. I mean, I don't know... You could get some, Trump, be get some years, Trump sneakers and never surrender. Years. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. But it is it feels a like sign. It. Yeah, it's a sign that like our society is rotting from the core. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's because college is not worth it anymore. And so kids aren't trying. But. I don't but wouldn't, know. That, wouldn't that mean you put more value in a high school diploma because then instead of jobs saying you need a, a BA or a BS, they would say, hey, what would you call it, an, an HS? You need yeah. your high school diploma versus like most of the jobs that our kids do get when they drop out or whatever they do because I think our dropout rate is like, I think our graduation rate rather is like 60% or something terrible. Yeah. But wouldn't they, in theory, if you're saying you know, devalue college a little bit, more jobs where you learn it by doing yeah. and work your way up, wouldn't that make the high school diploma more important because that's the only thing that would set people apart? Yeah. Which yeah. is sad. I We really need to focus, especially where we are, on vocations. I mean, get our kids into the trades. Yeah. Well, my, my senior group, when I had a senior group of... um of uh, my Embark, it was always college apps, college apps, scholarships, scholarships. Do it now, do it now, do it now, so you can go to a good college and get... Uh, which, even though that's not the sole focus of that program, that was still the sole focus of the senior thing. Sure. This year, it's 50-50 for my senior group, where it's like, well, I want you guys to work on your college apps, the schools that we talked about last week. I want you guys to focus on those job uh, fairs we talked about yesterday. Like... It's more 50-50, yeah. which could be good. The only reason I'm hesitant on, like, is it the decline of America is because hasn't our district just been a shit show for years? Education's broken for years. Like, oh, we're yeah. talking 30, 40, 50 years or so that it's been well documented. I mean, I think 30 years ever since the introduction of charter schools. Yeah. But those might, well, school choice, which yeah. that may be going away, or selective enrollment to try to boost the neighborhood schools. I think that would be better all around. I don't know. Dude, we live in Chicago. Chicago is so corrupt. <laughs> yeah, something's going to fuck it up. And, and that's the thing. We have such a fucked up system here. And, uh, I mean, look at our vendors. Talking <laughs> Last episode we were talking about uh, breakfast at... Our school, right, during PD days. Okay, the vendor for that is an employee of our school. Right. It's an employee of our school. And they are probably charging a lot more than the market value of a tray of fucking sausages. <laughs> okay? <laughs> they are fucking probably bleeding us dry. So it's just, it, I, I just have such, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's just enraging 
I mean, look, we use an outdated grading system right. because somebody got a kickback somewhere. Chicago is, we, we still have machine politics here. Yeah. And it's yeah. taking its toll. And I, I think machine politics were good getting people jobs and putting them in the workforce. But <laughs> now it's people in positions of power. Yeah. I <laughs> and mean, a lot of money. And I mean, our bureaucracy, and the, and the big problem with that is, I mean, that still exists. The bureaucracy, I mean, CPS bureaucracy is horrible. Yeah. And that's because they're a bunch of fucking idiots well, who got jobs from their alderman or someone knew somebody. And so they don't have to worry about shit. Well, and there's so much, at least in my experience, there's no accountability. There's so much redundancy because the oh, infrastructure yeah. is huge. Uh, but then on top of it, you've got eight people that are assigned to one thing and they all just pass you off to the next person. Like, yeah. hey, I want to, you know, talk to so-and-so in terms of ADA compliance. Okay, let me send you to this office. No, 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 that's this office. No, no, that's this office. You get transferred around because it, it, there's, that's why it's so expensive. Because yeah. you have 40 people for the work of one person. There's, you know, there are more central office employees right now than there are teachers. In That's insane. More central, like all your, your coaches and administrators and administrative assistants and all this stuff. So the that's number insane. one staff is staff that's not even facing well, students. Well, I was just about to say, look at the social studies department downtown. Look at the fucking social yeah, studies department. They fucking don't do shit. The ones that like make the curriculum stuff and send the stuff. The curriculum fucking shit was made by McGraw-Hill. Right. Skyline was written by a fucking textbook company. Hey, they they got the input of teachers, Peter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they didn't even make it. And have you noticed that most people that have done it, and in any department, by the way, they're having all the issues that we pointed out would be an issue. Exactly. Or they're saying, fuck this, and they're going back to what they yeah. did before. And I want to point out as well, like, for the social studies skyline shit, and I don't know if we ever talked about it on the podcast, but there are no primary sources. Yeah, well, they, they are, but it's like, it's they one They give sentence. you a sentence. It's, you are not presented any primary sources. It's all a... Uh, it's a digital fucking, textbook, basically. It, it, is a th it, it is an authoritarian textbook telling you what to believe. Yeah. And, and that is not it's the how very I thing, roll. No, it's, it's the very thing they claimed that teachers were doing with indoctrination. Yeah. We're like, on the contrary, we're showing them all the different perspectives, and then they come to their own conclusion. Yeah. But with this, no, it just straight up is them indoctrinating. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, when you have essential questions that already have four or five fucking assumptions in hmm. the question, I mean, then what the fuck is this? This is fucking indoctrination. And uh, to, make it, to make it very clear, I'm progressive, uh, you know, pretty moderate in my politics. I'm definitely not a Trumper. But I am not about to t tell my kids what to believe. Right. I will teach well, them how to think. And on top of it, I think because of the indoctrination element, uh, it's really hard 
to modify that stuff. Oh, yeah. Unless you want to sit there and you type out the full worksheet and the full source because it's oh, all yeah. as PDF or completely digital and you, you, can't, you can't change it. You can't modify it. So that says a lot. Yeah. So <sighs> what do they want us to do? How are we supposed to reach our fucking kids? I'm, I'm just, I'm so glad that we spent the summer just crossing yeah. our T's and dotting our, so we don't have to use that stuff. Because could you, the, the nightmare, you, know, you get, they pay people to do it too now. If you're doing it, you get a supply fund. Yeah, I heard. Just ways to incentivize. Yeah, yeah. And I heard too, the, the PDs are going to be, uh, uh, what do you call it? You're going to get a stipend. Wow. Well, really desperate. You think they blew enough money and they would just cut their losses at $260 million, whatever it was. Honest to God. They're going to blow more money. Uh, well, I guess a nice little closing. This one I thought we'd, we'd end on a positive note. Cause yeah, I, that's good. This two-episode arc, we, we've, we've gone into some stuff that are all related to like this issue of things declining and apathy increasing. Um, so the Rio Olympics in 2016, it was the Summer Games. I don't know if you remember, it was Michael Phelps' last one and uh, the Fab... Uh, five for the Olympics, the the women's team or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this headline it is uh from February 2024, so it's not that old. Uh, at the time of recording, it says Rio 2016 arenas become schools and public facilities. So instead of the you ever look up, like you could YouTube this or Google this, like abandoned Olympic uh villages, and it's all just abandoned, decrepit like reclaimed by nature buildings or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But you I guess in Rio. Oh, it's in Greece? Oh, it's horrible. The arenas? Oh, yeah, from 2004. Well, so in, uh, oh, that's right. I remember that was Phelps's first. I don't know why Phelps is the barometer, but in Rio, I guess they have built three schools uh, that that's are going to be open later this month. So instead of just having these big old buildings, they repurpose the inside or use the materials that to build great. like nice new schools and public facilities as opposed to wasting it wow and then we've got all these community centers in our school that's <laughs> falling apart <clears throat> do you imagine how cool that would be by the way when you're like oh yeah absolutely. i'm going to school it's the same place where phelps got his yeah hundredth medal or whatever he's got where whatever. we where our nation had an olympics and i'd imagine too the upkeep because now it's like okay well we know that the bar for olympic arenas is down here yeah now that you're trying to do something else for it hopefully that is great nice because Greece has had such an issue with that. It's unbelievable. Really? Oh, yeah. It's a disaster for the past 20, 20 years. It seems you would think with like the Colosseum and what happened with like people just taking pieces to like rebuild. Yeah. You would think that they'd try to upkeep the uh, Olympic facilities, but. I, I mean, I'm talking about the one from 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But you would think because of the history oh, of yeah. things like the Colosseum no. that in 04 when the Olympics came back, you would yeah. think that they'd overcompensate or something. Yeah. That might be our cue. Marty is, <laughs> he's whining for attention. Here. Well, any, any closing, th I just thought it was a nice uplifting thing. People are doing good yeah, things that, to great. help out schools, but yeah. um, any other closing thoughts for this week? Well, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. I think we used our energy. We got to get ready for work tomorrow now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shit. Well, everyone else, thank you for, this is a two episode arc talking about similar things, but all things that needed to be cut. It's, it's nuanced, but I think worth uh, exploring, but um, if you were listening, I appreciate that. If you have your own experiences, thoughts, anything like that, articles that you'd like to share, you could always reach out to us on social media or email us. It's in the show notes, or you could just, you know, I don't know, social media is the easiest one. But uh, a big shout out to James, Lish, Cindy, Melinda, Leo, Adam, Sabrina, and Leslie, our current Patreon members. 
And if you want to support the show on Patreon to get access to that bonus content and merch, just go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. Uh, I think that's about it. But until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.